The band on this episode of the podcast, Forest Pilots, are fairly new to the local music scene, although they've been around for a couple of years. At present, they only have two songs available to hear online or anywhere else outside of a live show. And this is a band that I think the way they got on the show in the first place, the way we got in touch, was every few months I like to ask people on social media what band locally would they like to hear on the podcast. And these guys came up quite a few times, so they're new to me. But we had a really good conversation about their sound, about their plans to hopefully record very soon and put more of their music out there, as well as trying to define their sound, which is heavily influenced by prog rock. But because that's such a loaded term these days, we talk about what prog means and also all of the other influences they have in their sound. I also want to take the opportunity to thank everyone who contributed to the fundraiser. If you didn't know, uh, I'm trying to upgrade my equipment. Right now, I use a very, very basic piece of equipment to record the interviews. Because I record on location, it's often difficult to get a big setup with a mixer, multiple microphones, a laptop, all that stuff that a lot of podcasters take for granted. So I use a very small, very basic portable recorder, and I've been wanting to upgrade that for a while. So I put a call out on the internet, I made a GoFundMe, and the response has been amazing. Uh, I can't say enough how thankful I am to everyone who supported, whether it was five bucks, whether it was more than that. Uh, Anyone who gave any kind of money to the project is awesome. Um, I really, really, really didn't expect any kind of response whatsoever. I thought I'd get maybe 40 bucks total after a couple of months, but I've already met the goal I need to buy the piece of equipment that I wanted, which is a Zoom H6, and that'll be happening very soon. Again, just thank you so much to everyone who listens to the show and obviously appreciates it enough that they were willing to open their wallets. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by our friends at the Park Theatre, Winnipeg's premier concert and event venue. If you want to find out all the great shows they have coming up, go to myparktheatre.com. You're listening to Garbage Hill, Winnipeg's first podcast network. Please radio. Um, I'm here in a house, which is kind of different from the last few. The last few have been at uh, food courts and Robin's Donuts and random <laughs> spots. But that's kind of the beauty of doing the show like this is that, you know, I don't know where I'm going to be interviewing someone. But this looks like a legit jam space, and it's kind of nice to be back in one of these. I mean, I've obviously done a lot of them over the years, but uh, yeah, it's, the, taking them on the road is often interesting. But this looks cool. Uh, you guys have a nice setup. And I'm going to just get you guys to introduce yourselves, and uh, we, people can put names to the voices, and we'll go from there. So name and instrument, I guess, in the band. I'm Troy Graham, and I play drums and sing backup vocals. I'm Tanner Stryker. I play lead guitar, a uh, bit of synth, and lead vocals. Okay, and who are we missing? We are missing John Pellin, master of bass. Okay. He's, uh, he is feeling under the weather. Okay, well, that's all right. It's, I mean, you know, two's good, right? It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> as long as you guys feel majority. Like, <laughs> as long as you guys feel like you can accurately represent what the band's all about, we're, yeah. we're probably good, right? He really wishes he was here. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll have to, you know... Hopefully he listens. And, yeah. So I think that, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the reason that you guys came up as, as someone to talk to on the show was I periodically like put things out saying, hey, who should I have on the show that I haven't yet? And I think you guys came up a few times. I can't remember which bands um, suggested you, but I think it was it was a few bands I had on the show before who obviously I, I think you probably played shows with and, and they, they like what you do. 
So before that, I really didn't have too much frame of reference for who, who you are. I'd heard the name probably from you know uh, show posters or, right. or online events or whatever. But yeah, so it was all it's very fairly new to me. So I'm gonna start off with the worst question, which is, if someone asks you what kind of music you play. How do you define it? I have an idea based on listening to the two tracks you have online, but I, I'm curious to know how you well, guys define it. I would it. say those two tracks are quite different from where we are Okay, heading. okay. Yes. Because those are so. like the first two songs we ever made. Um, but uh, I, we always say like a sort of semi-prog kind of psychedelia thing. I yeah. The, when we originally started, I mean, the term progressive rock can be interpreted in many ways. It has, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. You can go right. the whole full-on Dungeons & Dragons route and, like, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, for us, a lot of our major influences are progressive rock okay. bands being, like, the 70s classics, Yes, Genesis. Sure. Um, all the way to newer stuff like Stephen Wilson and Tool. Yeah, yeah. Things along those lines. And so, for us, more or less starting out in that genre, we didn't want to be like too direct in saying that we were a prog band maybe for people to get the maybe <laughs> i know i over, know over yeah uh, you don't want to create a different sure no i, I know what you mean yeah people impression. have there's a preconceived notion about prog right yeah that maybe isn't fair but people have that idea like they're expecting you guys to pull up in a van with some kind of like half naked space girl on it with like, right. aliens, which is you know there's a, there's a that's a thing that's it's all a whole other thing. But, I'd love to have one yeah. song. Right? Yeah, and I, mean, <laughs> and I mean we do we have a lot of uh, progressive elements, and we do refer to ourselves as a progressive band. Which okay. Before we had some other names for it, alternative semi prog was the original yeah, yeah, tag, yeah. and that one's like one of those crazy subgenres. But I think I saw basement prog on one of your uh, yeah, online. Yeah, basement, yeah, 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 I like basement that. I like prog, that. I love yeah. that. Yeah. And, like, that's the thing, is that we're not as out there as maybe Mars Volta and, yeah, sure. and Frank Zappa and crazy stuff like that, but we definitely have enough progressive elements that it's approachable. I think that someone, like, basically what we're trying to say is that if I wanted a certain crowd, a certain, like, scene of people to show up, yeah. I feel like some progressive lovers would be the best crowd to have okay. at maybe our show. Okay. So that's why that's why we typically throw the prog in. There. But you're also trying to be accessible because I mean a lot of prog stuff is 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 hard for people who aren't already into it. Right? We have, to, yeah, to, we yeah. have moments of like okay, this is not for the average guy, sure, and then sure. there's other times where it's like this is for everyone. Okay, we we take a lot of influence from Rush as well, which I think is probably the number one example of mm -hmm. a prog brand, band that was able to make it into the mainstream. Yeah, and they're they also have, a three piece too. Yeah, which, they have they sure, have plenty yeah. of stuff. Oh well, yeah, I mean. The general modeling of us, I, I'm a huge Rush fan. Okay. They are my favorite band. They have been since I was a little kid, and most likely always will be. I just find everything about them to be neat, and so I know a lot of my inspiration comes from them. And as I said before, they were able to break into the mainstream, yeah, and have radio hits, and a lot of people, if they don't know what progressive rock is, and you tell them Rush, and they're like, "Oh, I know Rush." Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, right, right, right. right. And then you show them stuff, and they can hear the elements of that. Sure. But sometimes is a lot crazier, whatever the case may be. But yeah, so that's kind of our goal is to be a very approachable band, but to be able to still have those progressive elements to stay true to ourselves. Because okay. that was kind of the goal going into this band is let's test ourselves. Let's see what we can do. Yeah. It never was supposed to be anything more than just a bunch of guys in the basement. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Only, only since last year, did we actually decide that we were going to really, really try oh, cool. to get okay. some shows. Okay. Is the progressive side of things, is that more just in terms of like technicality mm, or, or not necessarily like I, I yeah. will write stuff that, has like um 
maybe a bit more of a storyline. I know that's a theme in a lot of prog stuff. Yeah, sure. Have a, you have like a, a, a plot, like a beginning, a middle, a climax, and an end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I typically write my songs like that too um, when it comes to lyrics. So I take from that side a bit. And then sometimes we also have those technical parts. Maybe we change, we throw in an odd time signature just for fun or something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. And, and, you know, maybe do something that's really hard. <laughs> for, for, me, for me, progressive rock isn't always about crazy time signatures. Sure, exactly. Yeah. We were actually that's one of the hallmarks that people yeah. will associate with the genre. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And as he was saying, it's, it's not like we don't have them. Sure, sure. They're certainly there. But we were having a conversation the other day that Pink Floyd is a progressive totally, yeah, rock band. For sure. But they're not they're not, they're not crazy out there and they're more from a psychedelic point of view and sure. and long spacious portions that they that you can get really yeah. really weird. We can take like, like the record like metal and get super like deep oh, into exactly. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Echoes exactly. is a yeah, fantastic totally, yeah, yeah. Uh, prog rock song. And so with the addition of our synthesizer, like he was saying before, the two songs that we have on Bandcamp that I guess you'll have on here. Yeah. Um, they're <laughs> We still play them in the set. Okay. We still love them. They will eventually be on a recording at some point. Um, but there's a lot more to us sure. than those sure. recordings really show. So, okay. I mean, it's definitely come out and check us out. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess, coming, yeah. Is it mainly just like those two songs are sort of a calling card? Like, hey, here we are. This is something for you to hear to kind of yeah. Like, well, get I don't think we or... anticipated it going the direction it's going to now. Okay, okay. Because, like, I was in, uh, like, Troy and I played in another band uh, just also kind of semi-casual. Sure. And it wasn't anything technical whatsoever. It was more just psychedelic, and that was about it. Okay, okay. Um, and now, yeah, and I was playing, when we wrote those songs, I was playing in that band too. So it was kind of something where I was like, ah, which band do I right. use this song for? And some of it was like, you know, getting their feedback and whatnot. Because... Um, we did write those ones together, but um, it was kind of influenced by the other band we had okay. too. Okay. And now it's just just us, uh, and we've been away from that band for such a while that we are writing stuff that's completely different. Okay. We've um, really changed as musicians as well. That like, too. Like the yeah. improvement from from both of us. Like I mean, I've been playing with Tanner since we were in the fourth grade. We've been friends since elementary cool. school, and so the improvement just in the last couple of years our music that we were listening to changed. We got into more of progressive stuff. And then when we attempted to start a project like that, you obviously got to work a little bit harder. Yeah, to, definitely. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a whole different style of music. And so adding in John as well, the amount that the three of us have grown as musicians has been really incredible. Not to mention how much John has improved since he started here. John yes. was, a, John, like, was another guy who kind of played. Sure. And uh, he was still exceptionally good when we got him here. Uh, but over, like, <laughs> if I compared him to back then, like him now to back then, it, it, he would not be able to keep up with this kind of stuff he writes now. Cool, cool. So, like, he's he's improved so much. And yep. uh, it's really great that we actually caught him when before yeah. he actually got seriously into um, bass guitar. Before someone else picked him up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Tanner actually had met him in another group. Tanner was balancing two bands prior to us starting okay. this one. He was playing in another one with John, and one of their guitar players had moved to British Columbia, so John and Tanner still wanted to play sure, together, yeah. and me and Tanner were wanting to start up this kind of newer progressive thing, and John was on board with it, so yeah, it kind of has just been going from there, and that was in spring of 2016 that we okay. did that 
so we've been together now for a couple of years and like he had said we started playing shows in february of last year um john was still 17 when we started playing oh, well, as okay. well so that, that was, was another reason why yeah, we yeah, yeah. Too. yeah 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 no doubt no, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah we had to sneak him into a show at the cavern once did yeah. that go did he manage to get away with it yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got it
Um, I mean, again, not to dwell on the are you prog or are you not prog, but did you feel like there's a, a scene locally of other bands that whether whatever genre you want to put them in that you feel kind of a kinship with, like you feel like you know you guys mesh well with? So this is going back to what I was saying before. I have a really hard time comparing us to other bands okay. because I don't want to set too high. Well, of well maybe not. Maybe not something that you sound yeah. like, but something that you <laughs> no, feel like. A, you know, no, like I, yeah. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Like who, like, who follows up? us really well or who do we who can we play out who would you like to play with who would you fit well with on a bill yeah exactly yeah 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 yeah. dizzy Um, mystics dizzy mystics is probably i can see that yeah my number one for uh picking that sort of a big um influence from the city is moontan Mm -hmm. oh yeah that yeah that's kind of what drove us to get out and start playing more yeah 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 moontan actually was one of the first bands that was getting us into the local music scene okay cool cool we knew that they were progressive to a certain extent, yeah. so it would go out and, I mean... Well, they have the Rush influence for sure, too, right? Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. and they're, they're they're really sweet guys, and they've come out to a couple of our shows, too. Cool. So, um, yeah, so Dizzy Mystics, Moontan, um, Apollo Suns is yeah. kind of proggy. I think I'd really love to be on a bill with... So that's a great band. Ed, yeah. Great band. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Well, I feel like Ed probably has a lot of the same influences that you guys have yeah. just listening to some of what you're saying, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, he, I mean, he's got the jazz stuff too, but he's, yeah. he's, right. he's got definitely the prog and second. Yeah. Well, like, and roots yeah. and prog. And I mean, yeah. I'm not opposed to, like, multi, multi-genre multi bills either. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's countless bands in the city that I would love to be on bills with or love to be on bills with again. Sure, We've sure. got so many good shows. Uh, Northern Lights Drive. We've, yeah, yeah. Great pals, yeah. We've done two with them that we band, yeah. that we dub Rock and Roll Pasta. Okay, I think so, I saw a poster for one of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. you're eating spaghetti. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that was uh, our 420 show. Rock yes, and Roll Pasta. yes, right, right. Yeah, yeah, so like they're great guys. Like always, super fun to be on a bill with them. Confucius, super high Conf- energy, yeah, yeah, yeah. proper operation, sweet guys. So many to name. Like I'm gonna leave a whole bunch out. Sure, yeah, of course, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. like this, barely, I don't think there's many people if any who we wouldn't play again with or right. but but it i think we did list an order kind of of like <laughs> who we think fits best yeah 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 well, I mean, I, I, this is re- really the reason I'm asking is just to kind of, in my own head, to file you away somewhere, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, the, the, part of the problem now with there being so many bands in Winnipeg, it's, not, it's a great thing, but it's just like trying to sort through them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's new ones every week, right? And it's like, well, where does this one fit? Where we can I... such a good scene. It's insane, we yeah. such yeah. a good scene, yeah. and that's like, I mean, 
pretty much right when we turned 18 is when we started to to really get into it. And well, that was kind of and... where I wanted to go next because another, in addition to kind of classifying bands by trying to fit some kind of label on them, which I know sucks, but I also <laughs> I also like to try and figure out where people are coming from in the local music scene because, I mean, I've been doing this for almost seven years now and, like, the amount of bands I've interviewed is... I still haven't even scratched the surface of Winnipeg because there's so many mm-hmm. bands. And sort of finding out where people come from as far as... You know, what kind of shows did you guys go to when you were first getting into the scene? What right, bands yeah, sort of inspired yeah. you? Like, so I can sort of put you on a timeline, right? Mm, so, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what was your kind of entry into the local music scene? Moontan. Moontan was the, yeah, Moontan yeah, was the very first show that okay. we went to. So it's fairly recent you started yeah. going to shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, well, I'm 21, mm. and he's 22. Like, okay. born the same <laughs> year. Barely even get in. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, like, it's only been the last couple of years that we've really been out there. But, I mean, we've been making ground. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, once we got out there, like, we just love talking to people and making connections and that was the big thing is it was it was intimidating at first but once you learn that everybody is just a person out there totally yeah 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 Yeah, it seems less intimidating exactly and i mean now i love when newer bands are coming to us like oh hey how's it going because it's like awesome like more friends yeah like (laughs) (laughs) no i i love it i love it i love when a band will take the time to like want to build like a bit more of a connection with you like Northern Lights Drive, we've hung out with them a couple times outside of just music-related things, like, just as fun guys. Same with Dizzy Mystics, um, as we were saying before, like, and and we just love that. We we love making connections and, and being able to make it more than just okay a business thing yeah well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that yeah. i mean like i yeah. I'm, I'm a bit older than you guys I'm, I'm 37 this year and so i've been playing in bands since the 90s mm-hmm. and i sorry I, I played in bands from the 90s until till i had kids and then i stopped playing music just because i had enough time yeah, and but still i say 90 percent of my friends are people i met through playing music so mm-hmm. i'm glad to hear the scene is still as open yeah. now yeah. as it was like you know when i was i don't know if it's like that everywhere but i feel like winnipeg is very tight-knit like everyone yeah. is if, uh, once you're part of it you're part of it right like mm-hmm. yeah exactly no i mean like it it's fortunate enough, like, I mean, I'm sure a lot of the people that are born into this city kind of question why here of all places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, a, it comes up a lot of the show. <laughs> yeah, but to be a musician and to be born here, I mean, you really kind of find your place. Like, totally. that's what I know. I mean, you could have a shitty week at work, but you know that there's a badass show Friday and Saturday night. That you at least one, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, at least yeah. one. That's I mean, you I mean. go out and you see the music and you run into so many people that you know and have a good conversation totally, yeah. and catch like, up. And it's a mini vacation. It really yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. not to mention playing your own shows, right? Like, yeah, yes, yeah, for sure. The oh, and then you become friends right? with the bands you play and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Did you find, I mean, uh, just because you kind of got into the scene more recently, did you find it opening, uh, like, very open right away? Or was there any oh, kind yeah. of, like, yeah. when you first came in as a band, was it just sort of like, oh, cool. Let's, like, <laughs> it wasn't, no one was cold at all. That's awesome. It yeah. was immediately, like, very welcoming. And, and that I think that's kind of what gave us even more encouragement. Yeah, we yeah, definitely. Kinda, yeah. You know, it was like, I don't know how well this is going to go. I was like sweating bullets before our first show and yeah. everything. And, and you know what? Even though we played our first show was like with some kind of like indie folk bands. and Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was <laughs> we like, didn't fit in at all. How was it? Was, it, was, it, was a, it was a Real Love Thursday event and oh, we yeah, paired yeah. with uh, Kakagi. I love Kakagi. Yeah, Great band, had, yeah. No, yeah. they were good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, oh, exactly. Like, they're fantastic what they're doing. We were with another band, Ponema, fantastic yeah. at what they do. And very different, though. <laughs> yeah. Very, very different. Yeah, it was we, a very different We closed night. out the night, so, I mean, if you were came and, if you came and were uh, expecting us to be anything like Kakagi, it wasn't Yeah, it, definitely not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but, um, I mean, everybody 
was so nice and, yeah. and accepting and like that's why I was talking about multi-genre bills totally, and stuff yeah. like that like yeah. some people are so afraid to either like set them up multi-genre like well that's like so out there and I mean one reason why the scene can flourish as much as it does is because I don't think a lot of fans and like viewers and stuff are necessarily stuck to one genre either yeah. Like, they're totally willing to come out and see three completely different acts because they like all different kinds of music. Sure. They're not just... And, yeah, sure, you have your genre-specific ones. And yeah, you have the same hardcore shows that happen every week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. I mean, those are, those are fun, too. But yeah, they have their audience, but yeah, yeah. yeah exactly, sure. but no, I, I just like seeing a big community where you'll have, like, a band like a Madians. Sure. And then you'll have, like, a heavy, heavy band, like, somewhat on the bill, and they just pair together so well and the yeah. same people are all just out there in the audience enjoying it. Yeah. Well, I, w- I always wonder about that. Cause I, I feel like, and this is probably just due to me kind of being really heavily in the music scene and then not for a while. And now kind of more back into it since I've been doing the show. But I feel like when I, in the late nineties, early two thousands, there was a lot of those multi genre shows. Like we, there was community center shows happening all the time, all these mm-hmm. shows, and it would be a folk singer opening up, and then a couple metal bands, a ska band, and like you know, <laughs> whatever else, like just a bunch of random ska stuff. Band. I was that's, in a ska band in the nineties. Yeah. That's what we need in the scene, right? I mean, there's now. a few. There's a few. Is there really? Yeah, yeah. Can you give me some like? Yeah, Ragdolls. Uh, it's uh, Winnipeg's. I think it might be Canada's only all Filipino ska band. Are you serious? Ah, right. They're pretty cool. cool yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. I had them on the show. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, we'll put I'll that on the to. list. There's then. a few other ones, but yeah, no, uh, and like I really love that because I think that opened up. You know, I, I was a teenager, so was everyone else there. But it opened up a lot of doors to, you know, I would I have listened to metal after until like seeing Ken Mode play in the basement, like you know, at the community center, and then they yeah. ended up being huge and like you know, and stuff like that happens. Like you, you hear a band that you would not ever think to listen to, and then it's like, yeah. holy shit, this music's great, and then you go find everything else, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really glad that's still happening because it seemed like for a while it wasn't all the shows I would see ads for would be, you know, like. Five punk bands, uh, five folk singers, five right. rappers, and it was yeah. just like, oh, come on, mix it up a bit. But it's yeah, it's very, yeah. cool that that's still happening. I like that, yeah. And the scene is very eclectic. Yeah. Mm. Well, because there's so, there's so much talent here, right? It's oh, just, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. So, You've got nothing better to do. No. And that's, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's funny how often that comes up, too, is people are just like, you know, like why is Winnipeg... Because I often wonder, too, like what is it about the city that and the province, really, in general? That, I that, love it here. I, I do, too. I, yeah. I never want to leave. But what makes it so... Like creative, and it, is it just that we're just indoors all the time? I think like, so. Is that if, if literally? There an, if there was an indoor water park, I don't think there'd be as many musicians. <laughs> <We'd be laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I, I I couldn't tell you, but like, I mean, I definitely see it. Yeah. I mean, looking back in history, like growing up, learning about all the cool shit that has come out of this. Yeah, it's crazy. All the big, big the decades bands. and decades of it. Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So many bands, musicians, movie stars, and stuff that just came out of here and like extremely creative minds. Yeah. And, I don't know. If, I don't know if there's an answer to it. Like what yeah, the reason is, but yeah, it's Winnipeg has a thing for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's a solid answer. Yeah. Yeah. It just it just is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you, we mentioned the two songs you have online and how they're kind of not necessarily uh, representative of how you sound now. Do you have anything else coming up in the future as far as recording? Eventually. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's a very long pause there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. We are uh, like. We know that we are really slow with getting stuff rolling. Yeah. And that was mainly because John and I uh, are in, we're in school full time. I just graduated, but he's still going. Yeah, that'll so, do it. That'll take, yeah. <laughs> that'll take up a lot of your time, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh, the, now that we're like, the sum, summer's actually begun, and uh, I think now we'll be able to have, we'll be able to actually drive to get some new material out there. Okay. 
I know we do have plans of recording, like, as soon as possible. There's nothing set in stone yet. Um, it's and, looking at options, too. Sure. Yeah, and sure. also that's, that's making sure thing. everything's ready. We know what we want to record, because there's a, there's a chance that we could record some new stuff that still sounds like the older stuff. Right. <laughs> but is, is, do you think that's almost like a problem with you guys, where you're just constantly moving <laughs> the... Trying uh, to catch up yeah, with yeah. what we've already done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we also need to get some. We need to get some merch out there. Yeah, uh, yeah. and get some better logos drawn up and a whole bunch of different things. Well, that's maybe another question there too, because this is something that also comes up a lot on the show. Is that the way music is now? Is you have to do all of that stuff. You can't oh, yeah. just you can't just play music and hope that someone's going to sign you and handle that whole side of things. Right. You have to market yourself. You have to promote yourself. You have to come up with your own merch. You have to design things. Like it, it's a whole yeah thing it's like now. A second like, job. Yeah, it is. It is it like really a second is. job. Yeah. But, I love it. I, have you found that part of it like enjoyable? Well, though, I like being or? close to it yeah, because it, it, nothing you don't want. Uh, like you wouldn't want to create a, a band and an image and then have someone else kind of change it, not be, for their own benefit, yeah. but just because they didn't understand. They interpret it their it. own way. Yeah, they interpret it a little yeah. different. So I like being very close to what it is that we actually develop, and I think that's why we're taking so much time to make okay. a logo. Okay, no, that makes sense. Yeah, is yeah. we're just like we're just like yeah, they can they can draw some wicked stuff but is it us no or maybe i don't know and then nothing <laughs> happens yeah. we're very creative people but none of us can draw okay okay so <laughs> so you know what you want we, we yeah, know yeah, exactly yeah. what we want but it like it's just really hard to be able to get that image <laughs> translated sure, to sure, another yeah. person yeah, yeah, and to the yeah. paper properly and um i would consider us to be perfectionist to a certain extent especially like with what we have yeah like when it comes to recording and everything um making sure that we're going to the right studio for both like recording quality and yeah. just like being able to work with like the engineer and just making it a good experience in general. Well, if you're putting the investment into record, you want to make sure that exactly. it goes according to plan. The right? songs that like that we have out currently, those were done in the basement by Tanner. Okay. Yeah. Like he did. <laughs> as I learned how to as use he learned how to use it. Cubase. Yeah. But I mean, nice. most, most people are DIY to start. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, I love having that. We're trying to actually get it up and running to start doing more demo tracks like okay. that. Just for, we have several phone recordings of different songs and the progressions. Oh yeah, like, so you just yeah, kind of keep them. a copy of them for yourself. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. I always mean, say they sound like garbage. <laughs> yeah, so it'd be nice to have something that we could just do live off the floor. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, and have something like that. Just, and that's another thing is we don't have a ton of material. Like we. We're at the point now where we have to cut one or two songs from the set okay. to make it out of, like, if somebody requests a 45-minute set, then it's like, okay, then we need to cut one or two. But other than that, we're only sitting at about, like, an hour. Okay. And the reason for that is because we like to spend a lot of time on these songs. Like, and we never seem to be able to finish them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and what the, crea the creativity and flows <laughs> yeah. and... and yeah, you just it never seems to be finished, or we get another instrument where we're like, hey, you know what? Like, let's mess <laughs> around with yeah. that and see what we can put in there. Buying the synthesizer, um, the synthesizer is not on the tracks that are online, yeah, just because those are dated from a little while back. But the synthesizer has really, really stepped up our game with our creativity okay. and and what we're doing writing wise. We're spending time writing right now, hoping to have a bunch of new material for our show in June. Cool. And, um, yeah, like it's, it's, it's been crazy. It really has. 
Does uh, that uh, perfectionism, do you think that kind of goes along with the whole prog leanings? I mean, I think a lot of bands that play progressive music, it's very, I don't know if uh, perfectionist is the word, but it's very meticulous, like the way it's 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 set up, right? In terms yes. of like, just, just the music, you can tell that it's been kind of labored over rather than just banged out and mm-hmm. put on tape, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I definitely oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Work. I mean, once again, I feel like there's a little bit of expectation when it comes to progressive rock. Yeah. At least to people that that know what it is, that immediately can think of examples yeah. of what it is. Yeah. So, I mean, for us, it's scary to label yourself as, as something that you might not live up to that expectation. And I mean, we're trying to satisfy ourselves, mostly, yeah. like satisfy our creativity and write songs that we want to do and and everything like that but of course you want people to like it that helps yeah yeah and, <laughs> and so far and so far the reception has been really good, good like good. we have we have pretty good turnouts to our shows um people are really into it the whole time super high energy and so yeah like we're we're more or less just trying to make sure that we're satisfied with how it's coming out i mean when you're doing little scales and yeah. parts that have to be like really synced up and you don't want them to sound all mushy. So you got to be a little bit more meticulous. And well, when you do record this, this newer stuff, are you going to be playing it so it can be reproduced live or are you going to be doing a lot of overdubs and layers? That's and... a good question. Cause I always have all these plans. Uh, all when we were writing stuff, I'm like, Oh yeah. And then we can do this and then we can do this. And it's kind of like, well, yeah, but we only have three people. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> like, as, uh, maybe some people who have come to recent shows see that I have quite a rig going already. I have the synthesizer, I have a MIDI controller, I have my pedals, and then I have a pedal for the synthesizer that's yeah. for effects, and then I have, you know, like, my guitar I'm working on getting an acoustic set up on stage next to me, and I have okay. a flute at home. So, it's it's, it's growing a lot, yeah. a yeah. lot. Mm-hmm. and um, there's only so many things each of us can do with at two one hands time. each, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and two legs, thankfully. Yeah, that helps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I added a multi-effects pad to the kit as well oh, cool. to kind okay. of like, yeah. be able to start working with that. Um, it's not stage ready yet. The synth we've worked up to the point that we can incorporate it into some of the stuff live, okay. uh, but it's a work in progress every practice and. Do you want to do that though? Is that the goal to make everything oh, yes. playable as a three-piece? Oh, yes. yeah. like in person? Absolutely yeah. perfect. Um, there's some stuff that. I feel as if we could get away with, and I mean, it's more or less things that aren't needed live. Like, we want to do some sound by, like, sound clips and oh, stuff. Yeah. Samples and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly, on on the recordings that might not be reproduced in a live setting, but sure. I, nothing nothing that you'll be listening and go, holy, there's a whole part of that song yeah. that yeah. should be there. Well, yeah, because that's the problem, like that. right? If you don't sound like live like you sound on the record, people are either going to... See you live yeah. after hearing it and be like, "What the hell?" Or the other way around, and they'll like, yeah, bring the record home. What's this? Exactly. Like, where, no, yeah. I'm I'm a big believer that like you need to get at least like a bit of a fan base and maybe some recognition before you like are blatantly changing your songs. Sure, sure. Like, I mean, that's at least for me is I want people to be able to hear the stuff that they're going to be hearing on the recording, so that you can learn because we don't have recordings yet. Yeah, people need to learn to like the songs from just seeing it. So I would hate for them to get a copy of the recording whenever it happens yeah. and put it in and go, well, that's not what I heard at all. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, like uh, the goal is to be able to recreate everything as best we can. And so everybody's working hard to try and fill in the gaps and cool. Mm-hmm. Do you have like a, a vague idea of when you want to record or is that still completely up in the air at this point? As soon as we can kind of settle on what we're recording, 
we're recording who is recording <laughs> so it, yeah it's, it, there's nothing yeah yeah we like, have a, we have a couple just... we have a couple things yeah. up in the air at the moment okay. where we're kind of just talking out details and waiting for people's availability yeah, and sure, stuff like sure. that um as far as we're concerned if john was here john would jump in the studio tonight he seriously would sure. he is so ready and so excited to get it done um me too i am but i my nerves get to me when it comes to recording and stuff uh any live performance i'm not nervous yeah. but when it comes to doing the recordings i i want it to be perfect which is a bad like trait to have i guess yeah yeah like i'm um, i'm not saying well, i mean it's I, as good to it as well right? yeah, it's, it's like, gonna sound great in the end when you actually get it done but. exactly and it's really satisfying at the end but for me it's definitely one of those things where i want everything that we can mapped out before yeah. sitting down and starting because i really don't want to hit any roadblocks like i just want to be able to sit down behind the kit and just motor through this thing yeah yeah and, yeah would there be any benefit to the other guys in the band not telling you and just recording a live set off the board or something? <laughs> no kidding, right? knowing, yeah, yeah. yeah kidding. Hey, I'd probably I'd probably put out a better track doing that than I would. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, it's frustrating, like recordings, because what happens is if if I don't get something right the first time, uh, then I I start to lose my like drive. And yeah, I'll try to play it again and. Maybe I mess up again at once the same spot, and then that's it. You're off the rails, no matter how many times <laughs> I try. Right. It's just is that always going to be that that problem's going to keep happening. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna keep yeah. Happening. So, so trying to get around that mindset of like we're recording now, we're recording. Now. Oh my god, like everything's going to be on the track. Yeah. Like, trying to get out of that sort of mindset is important before we get into the studio. Mm-hmm. But I I agree. I think we're mostly we're mostly ready. It's just more of just making a final decision of where and sure all that we have a good idea of what yeah like the two tracks that you're going to be playing those will be the singles from the ep okay um just a re-recorded version will be uploaded as soon as they're finished cool so it's it's not going to be anything special with the singles at least it's not going to be brand new music it'll just be the more updated versions of those tracks and then they're more representative where you're exactly exactly and then dump the rest of them on there whenever the release date is for that and then continue as yep as we're supposed so to I record more right after if we can <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah that's one thing is another reason why we're kind of been pushing it back is because we have a limited amount of material and one problem with with music in general that has been happening for years is that like the outside world from the from the music scene once you put something out they listen to it yep. it takes them 40 minutes to listen to it and then they go awesome okay when's the next one but they're not thinking about the amount of time that it took writing exactly, that material, yeah. recording that material. So I want to have stuff that we can follow up with because even though like it sucks that it's oh, 40 minutes and it's over, okay, when's the next stuff? We have to produce, right? Yeah. Like I, I want to be able to still represent ourselves like and constantly be having stuff ready for people. And, yeah, I don't want to be like, I don't want someone to sit down and listen to it and then the last song finishes playing and they're like, how long did it take them? <laughs> that's it yeah, yeah, yeah i don't want yeah. i don't want that yeah, to yeah no kidding so. well i guess people's attention is a lot uh attention span today because of things like spotify and stuff right people right. can easily just yeah Instant. you're done with it don't go on to the next thing and oh. then completely forget about it yeah. whereas i mean at least before when they're buying the album they'd, they'd have the physical copy yeah and, and, and stare you yeah. in the face yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah right, listen to this again yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly 
what is the uh, kind of um, near future plan? I know, you know, you talked about you want to record when you can, but like, are you guys planning doing any touring or things like that, or do school we, schedules make that difficult? Or? Uh, we we were planning to do a tour while I was still in school. Okay, but things fell apart and we couldn't. Uh, like, I don't know. I can't figure out exactly. How. I think we just pushed it off. Or uh, pretty much for what, too long, and what it was, we ran out of venues to play. Okay. At. We okay. wanted we wanted to do just a small Saskatchewan road trip just to get out. Yeah. like nothing too big that people would have Dip to take time off water. work and and school and everything. And which like a weekend here or there. Yeah, or exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just do a Friday night in Regina and then Saturday Saskatoon and then come home. But we were going to do it with Dizzy Mystics. Okay. And um, John our bass player and Kyle Halderson from Disney yep. Mystics, yep. they were emailing venues and bands and trying to pick up places. And a lot of venues were already pre-booked because we were kind of late getting onto it or they wanted only one touring band sure. so that they could have more local bands on the or just have one band play the whole night. And neither one of us were prepared to do that. So it kind of slipped through the cracks and time went by and Disney Mystics is pretty busy right now. Yeah, now they are, yeah. So more or less the plan for us is kind of try to get this recording and merchandise stuff on track okay. and continue with our local stuff, like continuing to play shows. And then, yeah, hopefully when, when the recordings uh, are done, like maybe while they're in the mixing mastering process or whatever, hopefully get out of town a little cool. bit. Um, yeah. I think I want to go West first. Most, most bands have been doing that and they yeah. Winnipeg teams, tends to have a good reception in other places a lot of bands that we've been talking to like friends of ours say that they've been having really good tours so cool mm -hmm. and then you have a show coming up uh, at the end of june yes june 22nd at the park theater dizzy mystics album release show we are playing with um death cassette right on. trampoline and dizzy mystics it's a good bill yes it is yeah. it's gonna be a yeah it's super exciting night. so park theater that's and that was your, that's your first time playing the park? That was our first it's... time playing the park theater, so we're super, super excited for that. Cool. Yeah. If people are hearing this and hearing about you for the first time, what's the best option for them to find out, you know, A, where you're playing shows next, and just B, to hear what you have recorded? Or... Good old Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, Forest the main... Pilots Music. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> At Forest Pilots Music on Instagram and Facebook. Um, forestpilots.bandcamp.com if you want to find our tracks. And then we have a man in Potoba music profile too. Cool. I think yeah, I think I saw really, that today. Yeah, I don't think that yeah. does much. But. I don't think that's as, like not. I don't yeah. think that's something that people like. Uh, I don't think they find a lot of bands <laughs> through Manitoba music. I don't know I, anymore. I I, I, I don't. There's I don't a lot of bands on there, so I'm there sure there are. Yeah. And um, but it's like we're in the wrong category. We're in like song composers or something oh, really? like okay. that. And it's like what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie, it's filled it out wrong. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're on there anyway, so people. Yeah, can, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay, one last thing. What is the name? What is the significance behind the name of the band? Oh, uh, what do you think? I have no idea. And the, the reason I'm asking too is because I find there's a lot of bands lately where it just seems to be like noun noun, <laughs> and there's not necessarily <laughs> any connection. And it's just so I was wondering what like where does that come from? Is there a story behind it, or is it just words you thought worked cool together? So there's this riff that like I wrote on bass. Okay. And it kind of reminded me of something that would be in like Pirates of the Caribbean okay. or just like something along those lines. And then one day I was sitting in Tanner's backyard, just like goofing around on a classical and I played that same riff like around the fire and stuff. And it was like 
almost like a forest medley. And so I, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of dubbed the track, uh, forest pirates. Okay. As and like that was demo. kind of the working title for, for that track. And it's kind of in the works right now. So maybe it will eventually be a, a forest pilot song. Okay. But so I was telling my dad about it. Like we practice, this is my dad's house. Right. And so we had just come inside from a break and I was telling him about that riff and I was saying, yeah, the, the forest pirates riff. And he goes, what forest pilots? <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't have a name at the time and we kind of all just looked at each other and went hey that sounds really cool yeah yeah i couldn't tell you what it means sam okay well you just i think you just did like it, <laughs> it uh, it's just it's a mispronounced forest pirates yeah, yeah. there you go like it kind of takes away from the name when people find out the real meaning behind yeah, yeah. it but i mean it means whatever you want it to be some people have said it's like pilots to get like lost out in the forest when their planes okay. crash and stuff like that and I mean, like, I could try to put my own, like, yeah, sure, go it. ahead. But, uh, no, I, I, I don't <laughs> disclose it. No, no, I think, I, I think it could be it. something much more, like, uh, a little bit more mystical. Or, okay. I, I do like that. I, that interpretation, though, of people saying, like, um, <clears throat> being a, a pilot and, uh, kind of being cast away almost. Sure. Um, and trying to adapt to a totally different environment um more i I like that idea a a lot and it's kind of close to what i what i I think about when i say it when i hear forest pilots but it 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 was more of what i heard after he told me hey my dad said this do you think this would be a cool right right and i was like i don't care man it sounds good to me (laughs) but immediately i kind of thought of something like that too okay because i knew that a question like this would come yeah well it's it's (laughs) it's an unusual name right but yeah, 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 yeah yeah a lot of people tend to like it and i think whether it has a direct meaning or not it's a name that kind of catches the eye and that's kind of our, yeah, it's our whole different. goal yeah, I mean, it's not too crazy or anything like that you know everyone can pronounce forest pilots mm-hmm. and i know it's a staple of some prog bands is to be like i don't know what that word is yeah yeah exactly <laughs> it's like six, six, six syllables and the font is crazy and you can't, yeah, yeah. yeah. god into my readers yeah yeah <laughs> like prog bands and, and black metal bands you can't yeah you know black, i saw a picture on facebook once that was like <laughs> what's the name of your of your band and it was just a pile of sticks oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and that was <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah well you know close enough yeah <laughs> right on okay so people should uh, check out the show on the 22nd yes at the park yes. and they should uh go to Bandcamp, instagram facebook yes, uh if you want to hear more episodes of this show uh, including ones that have featured a lot of the bands we've talked about uh, go to witchpolice.com. All 380 whatever episodes are there for free download and streaming. You can also tune in to UMFM 101.5 on Sunday nights at midnight. And those are older episodes that kind of get a second boost a few months later. So, you know, by the time this actually airs on UMFM, maybe by then you'll have something recorded. Because they, they're, they're a little bit behind in terms of when they release these. Yeah, so, right. But it'll be available for...
podcast download whenever. So cool. Yeah. Where, where, where? 